0: Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten podcast series. My name is Christian Basil, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Lent is U-Turn. Lent is a season where we can respond to Christ's love by turning and returning to God. Join us in this renewal process and become part of God's holy work in the world. First John 1, eight through nine puts it this way. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us but if we confess our sins God who is faithful and just will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness a reading from the gospel according to John chapter 3 verses 16 through 21 for God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but have eternal life indeed god did not send the son into the world to condemn the world but in order that the world might be saved through him those who believe in him are not condemned but those who do not believe are condemned already because they have not believed in the name of the only son of god and this is the judgment that the light has come into the world and people loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil For all who do evil hate the light, and do not come to the light, so that their deeds may not be exposed. But those who do what is true come to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that their deeds have been done in God." Here ends the reading. John 3.16 is probably the most well-known of any verse in the Gospels, if not all of Christian Scripture. It has been memorized by countless people, and just as many will say that it's their favorite verse. And we frequently see it as a tool of evangelism, being the one verse that people are directed to when they first encounter the Bible. Like many things, it can also be misused and treated as a way to exclude others, to give them no other way of believing. It's either this or condemnation. So what is it about this verse that holds our imagination so tightly? The underlying idea of this passage is God's love for the world. Something we can scarcely comprehend, but something that Jesus talks of intimately here, if in a way that's just beyond our reach. God so loved the world that He gave His only Son. William Temple, Archbishop of Canterbury during World War II, wrote that this passage was the heart of the Gospel message, and that the idea of God giving God's Son was important because it indicated the cost to the Father's heart. It is a particular act of love, one in a particular time and place, giving to us the Son. This is not an abstract idea of love, it's a definite act of love. And he writes that no object is sufficient for the love of God short of the world itself. And I think that what we are attracted to in this verse is the second part. That we who have believed in him will not perish but have eternal life. I think that we naturally look for ways to make ourselves the center of things. And this verse certainly reinforces our individual choice to follow Jesus. Of course it's never really about us as individuals it's about all of us Jesus was speaking here to Nicodemus a Pharisee someone with wealth and stature in the community a teacher himself he wonders about Jesus and he probably needs to hear just as we do that God's love is for the whole world it's not for one specific people or person It isn't just for a certain class of teachers to proclaim. It isn't so that people are kept in their orderly place. It's of a scope that is wider than the individual. God's love has to be for the whole world. It's simply too big for one person. God's love has to be for the whole world because it brings us into relationship with one another and with God. This is why we pray for others around the globe, whether we know them or not. This is why mission and outreach seek to help those beyond our congregations. This is why we seek to be in dialogue with others, to learn and understand where the love of God connects us. And when we take this vision of love for the whole world as God sees it, and turn it inward, when we look back at ourselves, what is it that we really love? What is it that we love so much that we are willing to give as God has given to us in Jesus? That is a difficult question. The easy answer might be that we love God that much. Or you might say family, or your community, or one person in particular. The answer is certainly different for each person, but the challenge is still the same. The challenge is for us to truly look beyond ourselves and see what God loves. If we imagine this passage truly acting out in our daily lives, we might see the whole spectrum of creation as we experience it in the world, something that we are part of, not the center of, as something that allows us to care for others as God cares. We might imagine the holy work of giving ourselves wherever we see need, as our response to Christ's love. It is returning to God, within our own human limitations, the extraordinary gift of world-saving love that we have received. I wonder if your view of this gospel passage is changed. Do you think it lives up to being called the heart of the gospel? For me, I think William Temple is right in calling this the heart of the gospel. As long as we accept the challenge to see it for what it is God acting out the same command to us and calling us to do the same to love our neighbor as ourselves amen please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, whose blessed Son was led by the Spirit to be tempted by Satan. Come quickly to help us who are assaulted by many temptations. And as you know the weaknesses of each of us, let each one find you mighty to save. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.